0: Welcome everybody to the next episode of Yala, Bye. a weekly podcast with Terence and myself from Ministry of Funny where we talk about things that we have been thinking about for the past week. It could be current affairs, could be philosophical questions, thoughts on life, anything. And normally we start off with uh, one more serious topic, one less serious and just share some of our favourite things from the week.
1: But maybe this time this week, actually, our serious topic is actually... The less serious one, and our so-called less serious topic is actually much more rooted <laughs> in like real things, lah. <laughs>
0: la. So, 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 what is the the less serious topic that is most serious this week? No, the no, most no, no, serious no, the topic ser- is less serious. <laughs> uh. The
1: serious topic that is less serious this week.
0: Yeah, uh, it's actually a video uh-huh.
1: created by a new content creator on YouTube by the name of Sneaky Sushi, and that's sushi with two eyes. Uh-huh. That means there's two eyes at the end. He created a video that actually. Um, is a commentary that laments the current state of uh, YouTube content creators in Singapore. And in the video, you'll see... um, If you've seen it, uh, if you've not seen it, uh, I think it's still on Reddit and and maybe... And his Facebook page and Instagram. His Instagram and Facebook. Uh, But yeah, it's actually uh, a pretty good, like a pretty funny five to six minute, five minute video or something? I think less. Less less than five minutes, yeah. yeah, About um, the biggest content creators in Singapore, namely Wah Banana, uh, Night Owl Cinematics and Jin Hao, yeah. And uh, he talks about uh, how... I mean, in a satirical way, about how to become an influencer.
0: Actually, satirical... I mean, he does he does kind of uh, humorously kind of uh, make fun of what, what they... The approach that these channels tend to take when they create their videos, like which is a lot of listicles, yeah. a lot of the same format, a lot of... Boobs. Yeah, boobs. Exactly, <laughs> boobs. So it's quite funny because it's one of those things that... I think anyone who's been watching YouTube over the past years, it's very clear la, that yeah. boobs do work yeah.
1: And the style of the video is very uh YouTube style, you know, yeah. with memes jumping out at you, yeah. with like very uh, ironic commentary over like funny visuals and with images still with
0: their watermarks from yeah. the from the from the royalty free website. <laughs> so yeah, so so
1: yeah, someone a friend of ours shared it with us, and we actually found it really funny. Yeah, la. It was awesome. I mean, other than the one thing, which was that. When they were talking, when he was saying like, "Oh, you know, some the other smaller channels maybe that should get more views," um, we were not one of them. Yeah, <laughs> we were not one of them. So that <laughs> yeah. was just a little twist But, heart, but
0: right. come on, come on, we're not we're not one of the super small channels. It's just we we haven't uploaded anything for the past few months. Uh, yeah, yeah, with 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 good reason. Like, our lives are just getting consumed. Like literally, I think last night. Both Terrence and I slept for a combined, like, I don't know, six, seven hours. Not together lah. Yeah, not, to together, t- not, together, <laughs> not together, not together, not together. Because we're writing for a TV series that's coming out. So, I mean, right now we're watching it. I think even if we were in the thick of YouTube making videos every week and this video came out, I would still love it uh. yeah. yeah, so what, actually, what do you
1: enjoy about it so much?
0: I enjoy it because it, I mean, it's, okay, so, so we, basically he was pointing out yeah, how boobs... Uh, can be very useful. How certain channels use a lot of boobs in their thumbnails. Even though they may have reduced lately, s- there was a lot of boobs at one time. Uh, the s- type of videos that tend to occupy the trending page the on types Singapore. Types of types of yeah, videos. Yeah, types of types of videos. Like, I mean, anyone who's who go- goes on Singapore trending tab, the videos are 11 types of students, 11 types of teachers, 5 types of tuition teachers. And like, like, all this stuff that I think we've seen so much and we, I'm sick of it. I, yeah. I, I know you're sick of it as well. So I just, but being in the industry and thinking that, yeah, I just, uh, it, people still watch it and also because uh, I, uh, yeah, like shitting on people who are still making content and it just, to me, it's brainless content but yeah. is it, it causing any, like, controversy or, or harmful shit? Of course, they've made stupid faux pas in the past where they kind of stereotype races and all yeah. but apart from that, it's, for me, it's brainless shit. La. Yeah. So, when this guy who is a, I mean, new content creator echoing this. I think it was great. I love the way he did it. Yeah.
1: And this is our serious topic of the week because yeah. there was a slight <laughs> twist in the story that subsequently the video could no longer be
0: found on YouTube. Yeah. And the reason is... Because there was a copy copyright strike? Claim. Copyright, copyright claim. claim on YouTube. So YouTube has this mechanic where if a lot of footage from any one of your videos or, vid- or any one of your video or videos appear in someone else's video, you can submit a copyright claim and if it is justified YouTube will force that creator to take down the video and actually give them one strike if they get three strikes the channel is gone it's it's offline so who submitted the copyright claim so it, it, it's uh, NOC Night Owl Cinematics they submitted a copyright claim because they dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this guy Sneaky Sushi used quite a lot of footage actually I wouldn't even say footage it was all stills yeah a lot of stills yeah and and I mean from what I understand which I think is common knowledge in the content creator space is that if you're using a lot of footage from another channel as long as you're providing editorial value like commentary or something it's considered fair use yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know how this went through because if you submitted through YouTube it still needs to go through a process. I don't know whether it's algorithm-based or human-based. But yeah, the video got taken down. The good thing is you can still see it on Instagram and Facebook. So please check out Sneaky Sushi's Instagram and Facebook and give him all the support that you can. Yeah. Because whenever there's a there's a there's there's new types of content coming out of Singapore, I always feel like, okay, hey, fuck, this is awesome. Yeah. At least it's something different. Something different. Yeah. Something different. Because what he says is actually very true. Like You open up the trending time in Singapore right now, and I think it's a global thing. What the fuck are the videos? They are either from one of these big channels. Um, they are from late night talk shows, music videos, a lot of Bollywood stuff. A lot of Bollywood well. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and it it just doesn't have the flavor of YouTube, which what made YouTube great, like You know, you get creators and not studios and networks and fucking late night shows, pumping yeah. all the shit, like.
1: Yeah, but actually going back to that, what you were saying about the copyright and the fair use thing, right? Yeah. This um uh, this idea of a uh, content creator. You know, filing a copyright claim on someone else's commentary video is a very close mirror to what happened to this very big YouTuber in the US named H3H3. Mm. He does uh, reaction and commentary videos on other YouTube videos, mm. and he was make, he does really funny stuff. Like we've been following him for yeah. years, and I Hilarious. love his stuff. Now he's more doing more podcasts and all, but he's still very funny. He still comments on YouTube videos, and this happened to him where someone took him to court for copyright. I mean, copyright uh, issues saying that he had no right to use their video in his video and to get all the views. Uh, and they fought a very long and protracted court battle, which essentially eventually uh, inspired a lot of other content creators to come forward and speak out about copyright claims. And eventually, H3H3 H3 actually won the case. And
0: and the content creator community also raised like 150000 yeah. US to help H3H3 H3 pay for the legal fees because this guy was really taking them to court. La. Yeah. So, so exactly the things what you said about fair use, la, that... Yeah.
1: Um, they established the rules with so that you know you can use if you're adding commentary on top of someone else's video or someone else's content and it doesn't form a substantial part of your video not more than a few per, few 10% or something like that Yeah, it's actually considered fair use uh. yeah but but one thing i learned in that whole process cuz i actually followed that case quite closely was that fair use is not a legal defense in itself oh fair use is uh something that you can your lawyer can Arguing court for you. Oh. Well what does that mean? It means you still need to go to court to get it uh to get it put out there la. that means yeah. you can't just go to YouTube and say, hey, fair use. You can't you can't do this. Because at the end of the day, the truth is um some of NOC's videos appeared in this guy's sneaky sushi. Still like, no, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, there was videos, videos okay, as well. Okay. So the truth is there was content in
0: there yeah. But it's
1: just does the guy want to take it to the court and I think in Singapore it's called
0: fair Something, it's not called fair use, it's no, something No, but I guess else. so that there's two levels, right? One is to take it to court, but to submit a claim as well, that's yeah. also an action you need to take. Yeah, to submit <laughs> so, a claim. Yeah, so. Yeah, so submitting a claim was the part that we felt was very <laughs> dramatic in this yeah, whole Yeah, I right? mean, like, if anything, like, uh, I, I'm pretty sure you talk to any of these big channels. I mean, they're not as young as they were when they started these channels. And I don't know, maybe you ask them, put their hand to their heart, are they really proud of the stuff they do, like, or are they sick of it or or I mean the reality is if it works for them and if millions and people of people are watching your video, yeah yeah, I mean, I, I can respect how you kind of want to keep doing that, sure, but unless you can't even accept that. I mean if, if people can't pass any opinion on you, any judgment, that is in some way very reflective of Singapore, right? Yeah. So they're yeah. taking a the very PAP approach on it. It was like, oh, you cannot, you cannot fucking uh, talk. If, like what I, what I love about creators like, you know, Shane Dawson in the US? Mm. I think someone made a reaction video shitting on Shane Dawson. Yeah. And Shane Dawson actually invited him and they made a video together. Yeah. And it was great because you kind of, that I think if you talk to these bigger channels, yeah, they do, they do have big teams. They do have a lot of overhead costs. And I think not many people know that la. And so, so what would have been great is if they reached out to the sneaky sushi guy and they made a video where they roasted each other yeah. or something like that. It would work be together. Great. Yeah, yeah. Collaborate, collaborate. Yeah, collaborate and do something. Because I mean, yeah, what he said is funny, it's fresh, it's kind of uh just just taking the Mickey out of uh the, the content creators in Singapore. And if anything, I think it also lets people know that, oh, there is this sort of content in Singapore. Yeah. And if NOC actually Worked with them or Channel worked with them. I don't know how Wa Banana or of feel, but it would be so great if they use their big platforms to give light to these kind of creators who are fresher.
1: Yeah, and to be fair, the sneaky sushi himself, he actually said in the video that yeah. these content creators are just trying to make a living and you can't blame them for doing what works for the audience uh. so yeah. he actually I mean he makes fun of them but he actually says in all seriousness they're just trying to make a living uh.
0: yeah and because they are all that, like the bigger channels they are businesses in and of themselves uh. yeah. and they're doing this full time so they do have mouths to feed and all and Lamborghinis to buy and you know, Lamborghinis <laughs> Mustangs, uh, must- Mustangs to buy and and 1 million dollar officers to pay for uh. hey got baby to pay for oh, now baby. so <laughs> Tian Hao is gonna be a dad soon congratulations Tianhao. Hao yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you ever listen to this yeah if you ever listen
1: to this but The other thing also was that... I mean, (laughs) yeah, because last night, Haresh and I were at an event where we were just talking about the state of YouTube. And after the event, the networking session, someone, uh, you know, a young guy, young, very enterprising guy came up to us and he said, um, you know, I I watched some of your old videos and to be honest, I found a lot of them cringy. But after a while, you know, I thought, 'Ah, actually, these guys have a pretty good sense of humor and I actually enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. So when he said that to me, I... You know, of course, when someone tells you you're cringy, your initial reaction is, whoa, you know, you might stiffen up. But actually, after I thought about it, I actually liked it that he was honest with us yeah. and, and that he came and we had a face-to-face conversation and, and, you know, he would he dared to, like, just tell me that he didn't like some of our stuff uh, initially, which was fine because we We're not hundred percent on on we, we know that not
0: everything we bought is going to be fantastic either right yeah so what I was going to say is that would it would it be different if like, let's say we didn't have a TV show in the works, we weren't doing this full time, we ha- we would not have gotten a bit of uh, traction already, but then I'm just thinking like that's exactly what happened here like where you got these big channels who are definitely successful, yeah and if they can't kind of accept the fact that yeah, their content is not to everyone's taste, yeah, then to me it's like huh. Really, if you're in this space, in this space, I mean, if you're in this space of creating content and putting it out there, you need to be able to take in, like, some sort of... Criticism. Criticism. criticism,
1: I mean, you know what they say, you're nobody until somebody hates you. Yeah. Right.
0: But the funny thing was, because we went to check out the video on Sneaky Sushi's Instagram, and there are people on the comments kind of shitting on Sneaky Sushi. Yeah, a
1: lot of people. And And yeah, so what we're saying is that if... Yeah, because the video is taken down on YouTube. Yeah, you have to go to his Instagram, which is also at Sneaky Sushi Two Eyes at the end. Yeah, Two Eyes. You can tell I'm, I'm trying to push yeah. people to quit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you go there and you see the comments on the video, a lot of people. And we're not talking about content creators, but a lot of random people seem to be scolding him and shitting on him, saying, "If you think it's so easy to be a YouTuber, why do you, don't you do it? You only have one video. What do you know about YouTube?" Why are people reacting like no,
0: that? No, and also, isn't it a bit stupid they're saying, oh, you know, you go be YouTuber. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> and that's what Night Owl is not allowing him to do. But
1: okay, <laughs> so in your estimation, why are people shitting on him?
0: I th- okay, I would assume that, I mean, the, the Instagram audience uh, and all these channels have huge fan bases on Instagram. Yeah. And the Instagram audience tend to be, I don't know, the, maybe the younger fans of these channels who feel very loyal to their to their channels, feel that it's in their right to shit on people who criticize them. Like which mm. I mean, I don't know what the age of these people are. Yeah. If they are young, yeah then it's just okay, like they're just complaining. Uh, thankfully there's no death threats or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine a primary tree. Yeah, that's why you're a death threat. But I mean, if anything, well, come by my friends in his <laughs> football, and we're gonna beat you up. Yeah, that's why I hope like Sneaky Sushi or, or like w- w- what's his name? Did, did nah, I don't know his name, but he's yeah, Sneaky he's, Sushi. He's Sneaky like he's, a, yeah, he's a sneaky, sneaky Sushi guy, like. Yeah. So so I hope he's he's kind of enjoying this and and yeah, it's just oh shit, I had a thought but I forgot. Uh, but, but but yeah, like, if you
1: if you see his IG stories right from yeah. his Instagram, he he actually highlighted the post where he talks about uh, his video got taken down. How does he feel about it? Honestly, he says he doesn't care because he just wants to keep creating content.
0: Oh yes, okay. Remind me what I wanted to say. Is, I mean, I think this is so much more tasteful than what uh, happened last year with the same big three big channels where they were shitting on other people. You know, they had that shade Sunday where they just sat in a mm. room and shat on other creators. But not well, what I didn't like about, about that was that they were shitting on these people Individual creators on a personal level. This guy just talked about their content. Yeah. So yeah. I think you want to talk about content. That's totally fine. But isn't it a bit hypocritical that these channels were doing the same thing last year, except they were making fun of people's facial features. Mm. They were making fun of, I don't know, like just their 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 private lives, their relationships. Yeah. That that is that I don't like, like. Whereas this guy was just yeah, if your content. Yeah, so pe- people want to shit on our content. Like yesterday when the guy, he said that same thing to me, cringy, and I I was like, yeah, of course, I watch our older videos and I'm like, fuck, what were we thinking? Cringy. To me, it's still nice to watch it because at least they can see, there can hopefully be some evolution yeah. in the quality. Nostalgia. And yeah, nostalgia. Nostalgia as well. Like, yeah, like if you look at our first video from how many years ago? Eight years ago? Yeah, it was, It was. I mean, I loved it, yeah. but uh, like, I don't think it'll stand the test of time.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, uh, what do you think would have been, I mean, I think you mentioned earlier, the better response probably would have been to work, like to talk to Sneaky Sushi and find ways to work with him or something. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, but I guess if I were to think about it from their perspective, it's that, like, this guy, this guy comes along, he's got no street cred whatsoever, he's just spending time shitting on all my content, he's a hater. (laughs) Right,
0: <laughs> but he's a he's a hater who I don't know he's funny and like uh, when you say no street cred it means no subscribers uh, because that's all yeah. that matters on YouTube uh, yeah, no yeah, yeah. you know I think it's actually maybe it was the case because like what we said these channels are already running businesses and if people shit on your employees maybe yeah. as the boss you feel like okay da, you need to show that you care for your employees and yeah. I'm not going to let other people talk on my employees because not everyone might be on the same page yeah, and yeah. these channels are huge and I know like, NOC has a roster of, of talents and cast under them, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just... But, yeah, it's, it's just it's just weird, like, this whole thing. Like, uh, yeah. But maybe
1: maybe that's what the idea is, like, that until you've proven yourself as a YouTuber, right, and put out a, f- a range of videos that show what your voice is, maybe you shouldn't be walking around like a sheriff saying, this sucks, that sucks, this sucks, that
0: sucks. I mean, I think there's a difference from just posting oh you know this shit but he made a video yeah, which yeah. was entertaining yeah. so if he was just putting a Facebook posting oh you know I can't these YouTube videos then I'd be like <laughs> yeah, yeah I can't stand also but dude just then do something try and fix the problem like and. To me, yeah, this guy actually did something. Because if it's about having to prove your street cred and all, that just sounds like, wow, that's like the what PAP kind of kind of enforces on us, man. Like you cannot talk who are you to talk. You're just a citizen and, oh, you know, defamation. This is defamation, go to court and all that. Like. Yeah, it's, so a, it's a bit vengeful. Uh, that. Kind yeah, of it's PAP, vengeful. Yeah. And I don't know, it re- already now the internet is so divisive about every fucking thing. So now, yeah, now also I guess it's divided between the people who hate on local content and there's a lot, yeah, uh, and people who like content like this, lah. So I mean, I hope this guy keeps creating videos. Yeah. Uh if he listens to this, yeah, if if there's any way we could work together, sure, why not? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, yeah, it would be cool. Uh you know the style is very what was it? Bill Words. Bill Words, right? Yeah, you Bill know, Words. the history of Japan. Yeah. It's
1: uh you never see this guy's face, but you you're just laughing along as yeah. he tells his story.
0: It's great, and it just defies the whole convention of having to have like bokeh, this soft background, <laughs> fucking crystal clear sound. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's just a, a great way of of making content and putting it out there. Yeah, but I mean, going
1: back to the larger question, why uh, do you think YouTubers deserve some slack in terms of like uh, the kind of content they produce and stuff like that, especially
0: the bigger ones? Uh? I mean. To me, if you are making brainless content, that or content that I don't like, but objectively, if it's not spreading false information or hate or blackface or anything, or like blackface. That, right? I mean, okay, that one also the the two of the one of the three channels I was guilty of it a while ago. Long time. Uh, and the <laughs> other another channel of the three did some racially insensitive stuff. Oh, really? but, so that kind of stuff I ideally know. Like, but by yeah. and large I think these channels they don't do controversial stuff. Yeah. So if they do stuff that's not my cup of tea I, I won't fault them for it. Like. I yeah. just won't watch it. Like. So that's the thing about YouTube. You still have to click. right? Yeah. It's not like you're watching TV and in between the show they stick it in your face. So yeah I, it, it's just not my cup of tea. Like. And that's what yeah. I like about the internet. You can find stuff you like but at the same time, if you want to find, if you expect to find stuff that is really up your alley, really your niche, you also have to understand that, yeah, then there's going to be a shit ton of stuff that you might not like. like. Yeah.
1: I mean, when when whenever I hear someone criticizing uh, local YouTube content or something, I mean, I, I generally, I try to default on um, defending the content creators. Yeah. Because creating content is tough, la, right? Yeah. But not only that, right? Each and every one of these channels, they are running businesses and they are very successful at running their business. And um, any business owner will tell you, like, there's so many sacrifices they have to make. And I'm sure NOC, Wa Banana, Hao, they've all made a lot of individual sacrifices. And yeah. if they found a formula that kind of works for them, right? And their audience loves it, uh, it's a bit snobbish for people to just say, oh, you know, that it's stupid content and Singapore all Singapore content sucks and all that yeah I mean you just gotta give it a try if it's not your thing move on you don't, you're don't, you not forced to watch it uh, if it's on a trending tab then just don't click on a trending tab because yeah, exactly. I don't I, I I, stopped going to a trending tab for a while yeah, I was for like years. what the fuck
0: is this? but then now I'm like okay because if you think about it let's say I think what what the problem is is on the internet is like it's a level kind of catalogue there's no okay if you imagine uh, uh Sesame Street last time or like another childish show yeah because people knew it was a children's program, they judge it differently. Yeah. So, maybe like there's 11 types of students, right? Maybe it's just 8-year-old boys watching it, 8-year-old yeah. boys and girls watching it. Yeah, but
1: but don't don't compare Sesame Street to such a beloved <laughs> yeah. franchise. Okay, okay. Maybe not Sesame yeah. Street, but something
0: that skews towards older, younger children. Delhi tubbies, yeah. tubbies. Right now, I think the perception is that if it's online, it must be for me. If it's not, it's shit. It's shit, yeah. Yeah, it's shit. But maybe there are like 4 million people who who only know four types of teachers, they want to know a fifth. (laughs) You know? They grew up, they only have four teachers they know, or maybe they've only dated three types of boyfriends, they want to know one more. Yeah. You know, give them a break, man. And, and maybe we're the old fogies
1: who can't yeah. see the world like that. Maybe like these kids, they walk around these days yeah. and they everything they see just like boom, 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 boom. Four types, dun, 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 yeah. dun, five types of bubble tea yeah. and And that's how they operate. Like they
0: see someone <laughs> on the train, which type of passenger <laughs> is he? Tew, 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 He's number seven. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got to stay away from him. Yeah. So maybe that's how it operates. So it works for them. Uh, and I mean, yeah. So so just because it's on online on YouTube doesn't mean you have to like it lah.
1: Yeah, and that goes for even our own content. Uh. You know, a lot of people, uh, you know, who maybe they don't do online content or they do, they only watch like films at like the projector and stuff like that. And then yeah, they I watch films at the projector. Yeah, then we then they look at
0: us and they're like, oh, YouTubers, ugh, you know, yeah. I know pranks, oh my God. I mean, you know. we, we've gotten that sort of reaction from even people in the TV and movie industry who are coming from yeah. YouTube. There's always this perception that, that, oh, you know, yeah, you just make videos in your room and talk to a camera. Uh, which I mean even if you want to do that if you make content that is watched by fucking 3 million people yeah that okay there's that's definitely something about you that you know what works yeah. unless of course they're buying views and all which I don't want to get into because I don't know enough of that mm. but, but but yeah the, the, the thing about like, like anytime someone says, Oh, you know, they sh- they don't think local content is good, I would just throw them names of people who I think are doing great stuff. Yeah, or even yeah. singers or, or musicians who are doing great stuff, like, Oh, have you heard of Jasmine Soko? Or or even like if you talk about channels that get millions of views, not just in Singapore, look at NCH Productions. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah, are any it would like I think it was started off with one guy doing animation stuff and he's gotten gone viral around the world. People don't really know what he looks like you know, but he's a Singapore born channel and he's doing very well. Uh, and yeah you get content creators like I think uh, one one channel that's coming up even that uh, Sneaky Sushi mentioned Grandfather Story and I've Mm. heard quite a few people talk about that that channel Uh, that isn't really my cup of tea but I respect what they're doing millennials of Singapore four people talking about sex that's great but it might not be for everyone you did, but you like it la, right? oh yeah I watched that I, watch <laughs> I just d- thought double speed la, double, double speed, speed. <laughs> yeah, double speed. Because you the just skip are to like... the parts where the girls
1: are talking like. yeah
0: no la. <laughs> oh, la, eh. come on man But yeah, it's, it's, there's
1: actually um, there's every type of content that that yeah. uh, you might want to see la. and it, the onus is more for you to go and find something you like rather than blanket say you know all local YouTube
0: content yeah, sucks exactly. and, all that and even your YouTube homepage you can click on the top right saying don't show me videos from this channel anymore yeah. and I've done that for a few channels yeah. because for a while I was like what the fuck is this I don't want to see it I don't check the trending tab. Well what channels are uh, specifically uh, <laughs> some local channels <laughs> some local channels uh, and, and there are certain channels that is my like my weekly routine Like Philip DeFranco I try and watch him every day yeah. anytime H3H3 has a video or Mark Robber uh, and even local channels Like I mean Sneaky Sushi Yeah I'll, I'll yeah. be waiting for his I'm next su- video yeah, I'm gonna
1: subscribe uh, yeah. Yeah, to this. Yeah. So yeah And please, if, and if you guys are
0: listening Please just go check him out Give him support Check him out on Facebook And Instagram Because Yeah Like he, he I think he's doing some good stuff And I hope he carries on Yeah uh, I mean uh, From what I understand He's not gonna Fight the
1: the copyright. That's good. Claim. Yeah. Oh no. He'll so he'll just continue yeah. making videos, which I think is great. Just keep keep doing what you do, lah.
0: Yeah. And I liked how I think in his Insta stories. He said, you know, he doesn't want to get involved in the YouTube drama shit. Mm, mm, yeah, which is mm. great because, uh, yeah, their whole thing that happened, was it last year, early last year. I think even before twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. Oh shit. Time time flies,
1: right? Yeah. Fuck man. Yeah.
0: Fuck man. But so, yeah, yeah, do do check it out if you have a chance. Yeah. So, so that, that was uh, our, 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 our spiel On the whole YouTube scene in Singapore if, like, if you are listening to this And don't really watch YouTube Please do check out Some of the channels we mentioned Because yeah There is a lot of good content Coming out of Singapore yeah. uh, so, so we are talking about Stuff coming out of Singapore That's going into the world The next thing we're going to talk about Is something that Went big around the world And is now coming to Singapore yep. Yeah, Yep. It's uh, Mr. James Dyson Oh, the vacuum cleaner man! Yeah, the vacuum cleaner man. Uh, the vacuum cleaner man. Do you, so, do you own a Dyson yourself? Yeah no, I, I don't. Uh, I do. Uh. Is it is it really that amazing?
1: Uh, I would say it is. It's pretty impressive. Is the vacuum la? Uh, the vacuum and the head. The head dryer is really amazing. dryer is I think, is like whoa that kind of thing when the you. use The fan
0: is the one that's a bit f- like. Ah, the fan is like.
1: i uh, yeah, don't do let you have me. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into that because like, later my wife will be like... What? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, what about the fan, Terrence? No,
1: <laughs> I mean, the fan, I feel it's it looks nice, yeah. but it just doesn't have that power that you need. But
0: the head dryer is the same it's shape, good. right?
1: Uh, oh, same the head shape, circle, but circle. It, oh. it's like... It, somehow there's some cyclone. It pulls in air in a different way, but it's really powerful. Oh, really? And it matters a lot when you have two double-coated oh. dogs. You know, double-coated fur on the dogs. Huh? I see, I yeah. see. But the vacuum is... Uh, I think it's uh, somewhere in between the fan and the mm. and the hairdryer where it's like... Uh, at first, when you first use it, it's just, okay, it's just in a vacuum. But later you realise, oh, it is very versatile
0: because you can bring it around with you. Yeah. And it's still very powerful even when you bring it around with yeah. you. Uh. So why are we talking about this, guys? Because I think the Dyson company has been around for what, 10, 15 years? Uh, so short. Eh? Or 20 years, maybe? Yeah, he he's yeah. not that young. Yeah, he's either, not young. Right? I think yeah. it took a while for him to develop the the... The first vacuum took in about 5,200 prototypes. And then after that, it became a global empire. And now he's worth 7.5 billion pounds. Just him alone. Because I think he owns the company. And last year, he announced that he was going to be setting up his Dyson headquarters in Singapore. But why we are talking about him this week is because a few days ago, he purchased the most expensive penthouse in Singapore. Which was uh, how which, much? Uh, which is about hundred and three million oh, at Jesus. the top of Wa- Wall Wa-Lich, Walich at Tanjong Pagar. Ta- right? At Tanjong Paga. I think it's ten thousand square. Feet. It's co- it's considered a super penthouse. Yeah. And the definition of a super penthouse penthouse is uh l- like apartments that are more than ten thousand square feet. What wow. the fuck? Fa- ten thousand square Crazy. feet? No? Like the average HDB five bedroom is like thousand two hundred square feet. Yeah. So this is ten of that. Is three stories. It's the Biggest non-landed property in Singapore, and it's 103 million. Jesus Christ! What the fuck? So, so I mean, I don't know how many people knew of James Dyson before this, but uh, now that he's here, so that's what I was thinking. Like, first of all, my in my mind was like, what the fuck would you spend like 103 million dollars on 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 a, on a house? But then, if you're worth 7.5 billion pounds, yeah. which is about 12 million Sing, 100 million is less than 10 percent, less than one percent of your fucking fortune. Yeah. Singaporeans, if you're buying a HDB, you're gonna be paying mortgage for 25 like twenty five, thirty years. That's most of your of your a lot of your savings. So yeah, it, it it's chump change for him, man. Yeah, I,
1: I suppose it probably has to do with um maybe to to move here and, and establish his company here, he does need to have a residence. Yeah. And if you're if you're worth seven billion, you know, you might as well just like
0: So so will he immediately become the richest person in Singapore, yes, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, unless unless oh, the high, the Haiti Lao founder also I think but now based is based in Singapore, Singapore yeah. Fuck, man. But I'm not sure who's bigger. Hai Lao, Lao or Dyson? Uh.
0: One no, one I think individual net worth, I think James Dyson James Dyson, because uh. he, I think he owns a company. Hite Lao is a few owners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so I think James Dyson, well he's going to parachute into the 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 top dog in Singapore. He's going to have like a fucking suite Penthouse, that he's overlooking Singapore. He's setting up the HQ here, which means the gar- government is probably going to be, be like uh, sucking his, uh, his uh, vacuum. His vacuum, yeah. His vacuum. <laughs> All over. But actually, the, <laughs> the funny thing I think you were
1: telling me before was that actually, he wasn't he a huge proponent of Brexit?
0: Yeah, so, so that, that's, that was the funny thing. Last, last year, I think, when there was that shitstorm in the UK, which is still carrying on, he was one of the biggest entrepreneurs to come out in support of Brexit. And he was saying, you know, like the 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 UK has been bogged down by the the EU for the longest time, blah 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 blah. And then after that, I think when I think this was during the time of the referendum, which means it was 2016, I think. Yeah. And then yeah. the year later or something, he said, oh, I'm moving my HQ to Singapore. Oh, and people my. were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I think it came out that 80% of his uh, uh, customers are from outside the EU. Yeah. So so I think he, I mean, there's all these theories that yeah, because he wasn't going to be as impacted. Uh, and maybe it could even dis- destabilise some of his competitors. I don't know. But, but it was just funny for him to do it Because if you read about his biography, he seems like a, like a really rags-to-riches guy. Yep. Uh, he was developing his prototypes while uh, his wife was working as an art teacher. So, and he, so, yeah, so he wasn't born into wealth or anything. It just, and even when he had the prototype, the first working prototype, uh, it took, I think, 10 years for it to hit mass market. He got rejected by every vacuum company until he decided to start his own, lah. And um. then he just killed the shit out of everyone else. I don't know whether he has the most number of vacuums around the world but his vacuums aren't the cheapest, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Aren't the cheapest, But I think they have a very loyal fan base. So yeah, and they
1: become a, he's almost like the Apple of of household yeah. products. Uh, yeah. Where it's yeah. like, it's almost, it's cool to be using his, exactly. his vacuum cleaner. So he,
0: yeah, he's achieved that, that wonderful sweet spot where people kind of, if you own a Dyson, you're cool yeah. and you want to aspire to own a Dyson. And, I think he started a university of innovation. Oh really? Yeah, the Dyson University or something something like that. He's w- moving into electric vehicles now. Wow. So he's a fucking badass, man. It's just that compared to Elon Musk who's traveling to space and all these guys like helping you vacuum like dog dog hair and all that like. so, Okay, not shitting <laughs> no, on dog hair. Like <laughs> okay, shit. I just I just I just open up a can of worms. But maybe it's like vacuuming like uh like crumpled pieces of paper and stuff like, or like yeah. cereal because it's just not as sexy as going to space, lah. Like.
1: But, but he is helping humanity by helping people get back a lot of time. I would say. Like this oh, really? in terms of the convenience of using the hairdryer and the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. It saves a lot of time and energy. Human hour man hours. So in overall, you know, for humanity he might be impacting a larger group of people than Elon Musk with his expensive supercars yeah. and going to the to Mars, right? Yeah. Do you think about it that no, way? No, and
0: actually I think in terms of environmental sustainability, one thing that gave him a boost is when people started realizing the vacuum is bagless, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think the the vacuum bag industry was about a hundred million in the UK or a billion dollars worth. So that was when Dyson was on the upswing. People were realizing, oh, we don't need to buy bags. Yeah. Oh, this is great.
1: Speaking of which was fantastic because last week at uh, my home, suddenly, out of nowhere, a cockroach appeared. Wow. And did and you guess what a the cockroach is? It? A big one. And it was on the shelf that I was keeping my bug spray on. So I was like, oh shit, what do I use to get this cockroach? So you use a vacuum. So I took the Dyson what and I sucked f- in the cockroach and it went right in. And because it's see through, right? No back, I could see the cockroach still in there.
0: Oh my God. And then,
1: a big full size cockroach. Full size cockroach. And that's where, after that, I could just. Empty and quickly step on the cockroach once at the moment it was on the floor. Oh my god. So I was like, whoa, this actually this Dyson vacuum is great. But for the, like the cockroach
0: didn't like kinda of get squished during a vacuum process or something?
1: I mean you know cockroaches can they can be squished and they can still be survived. So oh you you god. have to like oh, step on them Why firm, you there. There. <laughs> have to bring it up now. No, because I'm saying that the the vacuum really you see it really does Help, help my with life Other and vacuums
0: us. also I Yeah, but
1: imagine if I had to take out the other bigger vacuum with a plug and then plug it. To no, the then wall you get the
0: handheld it. vacuum. The one I have at home is the the, 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 the not not the one with the tube. Is the handheld thing, so you can. But s- it, it's
1: it's definitely nowhere near as powerful as a Dyson. <laughs> oh fuck! So so that's where I feel I, I was like, oh shit! That Dyson just literally saved me having to like go and like you know fight with a cockroach, get bug spray or anything. I saved money on the bug spray as well, you know. Walao. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like that's why I said like maybe you, you talk about the impact on humanity in some ways maybe Dyson does have a larger impact on humanity than Tesla does, uh. <laughs> but both of them
0: are nonetheless badasses. Uh. They and are. And is the is the cool kind of badass where you actually have something you can touch. Because uh. yeah. like if you think about Uber and all. Facebook. I mean, you know, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Uber, I think I still uh uh like the whole ride sharing thing I respect. Yeah. Facebook. Debatable But to have a product That you can Kind of really like Fucking do cool shit That's awesome man Yeah. I yeah. mean look at us lah what, what, what do we create just, What products are we yeah, creating We create stuff that Eventually <laughs> someone's Going to make a video And shit on uh. Yeah It just sucks the life out Of everyone yeah, right? <laughs> This one actually Sucks up Cockroaches and dust Oh my god Okay so We need to move away From cockroaches So, so may <laughs> I propose A segue into our Final segment Called One our one shock thing for the week. One shock thing. One yes. shock thing. So Terence, what is your one shock thing? Uh, I don't know whether it's a
1: one shock thing or a one shock uh piece of advice mm. cause um you know you know I like sneakers and and recently more recently I have just been thinking about uh you know people wearing sneakers and in context of Singapore like, why are certain sneakers not as popular in Singapore as they are overseas? Um, for example, like all white sneakers. Why are all white sneakers more popular overseas than they are in Singapore? I think you, I you I mean, they're still popular, but you see a lot less people wearing all white sneakers. I'm going to postulate that it's because in Singapore, we wear school uniforms, and with school uniforms, a lot of times you're forced to wear white shoes. So because of that oh. traumatic experience, a lot of people, as they grow older, they're like, "Why do the hell do I want to wear white shoes when I don't have to oh, wear?" So white you shoes? mean it's
0: the least popular? Uh, I, I just see or when, when you
1: walk around the malls and you yeah. see students all wearing white shoes or all black shoes. It's either all black or all white. Then on your day-to-day, would you want to be looking oh, yeah. like a student? Uh? So based on that, I also realized like uh, there's another so-called fashion faux pas that I just discovered recently and it's because because of the recent Orchard Towers murders. Mm. I realized like uh, nowadays, the prisoners, you know, when they go, when they bring them back for the reenactment of the crime scenes and stuff like that, right, they don't bring them in uh, black or orange jumpsuits like like how they used to. Now, apparently, the colours that they bring them out in are red top and black bermudas and black sandals. Uh-huh. So, that is like the default um, prisoner or, in you know, person who is being in a, a criminal case. Uh-huh. That's their default outfit. La. So, if, Here's my one shock tip is like, If you have a red, red shirt Don't ever wear it With black bermudas And, and black bl- sandals bl- Because you're <laughs> going to look like One of those Orchard
0: Towers murderers
1: uh. Or any, any
0: uh, Convict Or anyone yeah. facing trial uh.
1: I, That's the thing I only, This is the first time I'm oh. seeing this red colour thing And then when I saw it online I saw commenters also Oh I didn't know Red is the new orange Or red is the new black And things like oh. that So people are realising Oh shit This is the colours They're wearing is now Is this uh. red or burgundy? Is red like red, black, eh? a pretty bright red? So
0: oh, I would have thought in Singapore, red quite a how you say uh a, 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 a lucky color, no? Because uh, all you Chinese people la. That's
1: true. Maybe, but maybe it, it is for that purpose lah to you know, uh to to make someone to make the prisoner feel happy or luckier. Or oh, really, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My thought is maybe red is easier to oh. see in case they run away. Okay, okay, right? okay. that's possible. So. That's my one shock tip. Huh? Don't wear red with black bombs. Huh? Otherwise you'll be mistaken for a murderer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, My one shock thing is this Netflix series called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. It's a it's a sketch comedy show with like two to three minute clips uh, and each episode is like th- set 15, 16 minutes and I had not heard of it much. I just kept on seeing the thumbnail uh, prop up and I was like, you know what, let me give it a shot and the first few sketches are like, what the hell is this? But then after that, you realise that Like You like Key and Peele, right? I think a lot of people like Key and Peele. This is like Key and Peele, but totally fucking ridiculous. And I love it. I think it's one of the best shows I've seen on Netflix. And it's just so hilarious. It's so absurd. So I don't know how many people will like it, but I really recommend just giving it a shot. Is it American? or Yeah, it's American. And it was produced by The Lonely Island. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So so it's that kind of like ridiculous, absurd kind of humor, la. Is it eth- ethnically diverse cast? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ethnically diverse. It is a recent show. Yeah. I think it came out last year or something. And if you Google it, I started googling it and like a lot of people were saying this was like an un a, like a surprise, uh, surprisingly funny, la. But it's not that well known, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you watch, if you f- watch the first episode, nothing clicks, then maybe it's just not for you because. Yeah, like I said, the first two sketches, are like, hmm. But by the end of the first episode, I was sold. I loved it. So what's the difference between that and Saturday Night Live, for example? Uh, Saturday Night Live, it's a lot of uh, sketches performed in front of live audience. They have a few digital sketches. But because Saturday Night Live is still on NBC and all, you don't get swear words. You don't um, get like blood and all that. This one, there's swear words, there's blood, there's, there's dark. Comedy and like there's death and murdering and all that. And like it's a Netflix exclusive. Yeah, it's on Netflix exclusive. Yeah, expri- yeah next, oh, Netflix exclusive. Okay. Interesting. So, so, I think it's great. And the, I mean, you get a lot of Saturday Night Live people making appearances. So it's not just like this random bunch of actors. the The Tim Robinson, he's not the most well known. He was on SNL for one season as an actor, and he was one of the few people who went from actor to writer. Oh, Normally, it's the other way around. But you get appearances from Stephen Yen, Cecily Strong, uh, Eddie Sandberg, so, it's got its, got its chops lah, and I fucking love it. Mm.
1: So, similar to our earlier topic was that you got to give it a, a try yeah, before you it actually a try. judge it and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if it's not for you, it's not for you, man. Yeah. Yeah, don't make a video shitting on me for recommending it. Maybe that's the, that's the theme of the day, the yeah. lesson of the day. Uh, yeah, that's right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do Not everything on the internet is for you. To shit on. Yeah, to shit <laughs> on. And with that, we shall conclude today's episode of Yalabat. Yalabat. Okay, talk to y'all next week. Oh, wait, don't forget oh. to always rate oh, us. On yes, rate us, follow, wherever share. Wherever you listen to us. Yeah. And tell one person yeah, just about this one podcast. Person. Just one person. Yeah, just one person. just one person. Maybe even listen to a bit. And like, I've been trying to share like clips of it on Insta Stories because I've seen people share clips of podcasts on Instagram. Mm. I can't fucking figure it out.
1: If you know, please like yeah. DM us and tell us how you do it. Yeah. Yep. Alrighty. Cool. Peace. Bye. Bye-bye.